Here we go. Beth Phoenix into a Royal Rumble. Yeah, she eliminated the great Kali last year to become the first diva to ever eliminate a male superstar. The ninth wonder of the world making history. The first woman ever to enter the Royal Rumble match. It is. And Mark Henry now. China taking it to Mark Henry. Oh. And there goes Mark Henry. Welcome to the Wrestling House Show. I remember the name of the show. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Joey. My name is Chris. Okay, I, I, I'm not as out of sorts as you think I'm going to be at the start. I have had to catch up on like three weeks of television in like the last week. So right. I'm pretty frazzled, but I'm ready to do a show. Hey, Chris? <laughs> Was it that bad? Was it that? No, no. I, I, I enjoyed it. I started like from Christmas week of television. I got that behind. And yeah, I caught up to last week. So I'm all caught up as of last Friday's SmackDown, which was the 14th of January, for those of you time-checking out there. Yes. And I'm ready to go. So we got, we got like, basically from the Christmas to present, we're going to do some major catch-up. That's why we did that Fun With List show last time, because I had nothing, and I wanted to do a show. We both wanted to do a show, so we did that List show. There's stuff happening that I couldn't say to him, because I didn't want to spoil it. Yes, I'm sure you were, you were sitting on some... Major, major stuff, Chris. Yeah, and it's I, big stuff. First week of the year was really good. Yeah. Well, last week had some movement, too. That, yeah. that was a cool thing. They did not take a week off like they do during the holidays. Right. Literally. So we're going to catch up on television. Uh, I'm, I'm actually, we're bumping the TNA talk. I swear there'll be TNA talk next week. Yeah. And yeah. can't you wait for it? I can. I'm going to watch it. Chris isn't going to watch it. I, That's the bit. I think I'm done with it. <laughs> All right. So we're going to, I'm going to talk about it. Chris will react to it. That's always fun. We'll do that next week. <laughs> this week we're doing kind of another, uh, kind of another fun with lists. We're going to do the Pro Wrestling Illustrated year end issue of 2010. Yes. I'm gonna. I know what the award winners are, and I'm going to read them. We'll and we'll wax about whether it's a, uh, you know, whether you dig it or not, Chris. Sure. Whether we dig it or not. Sounds good. And are you ready? It's a new year, Chris. It's the return of match of the week. Yes. We're gonna do two weeks, starting from the beginning of the year. Hopefully this year we'll actually do it every single week, so we'll actually be able to keep track of it. Yeah. Can we just agree that the last week of December was that triple threat? Intercontinental title match between Dolph Ziggler, Kofi Kingston, and Jack Swagger. How great was that match? Yeah, it was really good. I'd, so that's my match of the All week right, for the sure. last. Sure, <laughs> I'll agree. Okay, it's it's not going to wind up on the year end list for 2011. I just wanted to mention it because if you haven't seen that match, go watch it. Pretty much any match with those guys in it lately. Oh, great! I know it's like a three man division, but the yeah. Intercontinental division is the best. Yeah. Is the best thing on television every week consistently. Oh. If you're a fan of wrestling, that's what you. That's the title you want to be following right now. Pretty much of all time, I think. <laughs> yeah. Intercontinental yeah. title rarely lets you down. It's always exciting. So, uh, return to match of the week and best week, worst week. I'm excited. 
That's that's one of my favorites. I really I like it. I hope I don't disappoint. No, I, I tribute I, to the great Matt Striker. Best week or week or return. Yes, since he's not doing it, Chris officially does it now. Yes, for the entire wrestling world. <laughs> All right, Chris, we have three weeks of WWE television. This yep. match is scheduled for a thirty-minute time limit. All right, <laughs> let's go. Let's see if we can do it. All right, go, dude. First match of the first match on Raw was the John Morrison Miz match. Yeah, I like the way they did it. Uh, like both SmackDown and Raw started off with title matches that week. Yeah. The one bad thing, which I saw that you mentioned, that I mentioned too, and your Joey does uh, his random thoughts about the TV shows on our blog, and I'll do them on Twitter. So follow both, please. But we actually both—I don't know if you read my stuff before you posted that—but we both said that the first face that we see on WWE, te- WWE television for the year of 2011 is Michael Cole. <laughs> in that really weird intro, because they never do that. Yeah, it was a cold intro. Yeah, cold intro, and you see Michael Cole's face, and he's like, hey, I thought year. somebody died. I know. That's they, what it every time like. they do that, I think someone's dead, I, I think hate I, that. I died a little inside for <laughs> the yeah, year. Yeah, it so, all. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're setting, the, they're setting the bar really, really, really low with yeah. that, so that when you see this first match, Miz versus Morrison, Falls Count Anywhere for the uh, WWE title. It's like, oh my god, that's the most amazing thing, but it was a really good match. Yeah. And in a week where, you know, the Miz had attacked Lawler, uh, what'd you think of that, by the way? That, that was the last week Where he Christmas. jumped the, the barricade, yeah. just beat him up. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, it was, it made sense for the Miz's character. It he made, got beat twice in a row by yeah, Lawler, basically. Yeah, it made me... I still love the Miz. I think he's yeah. great, but it made me dislike the character. So it did its job. It, it exactly did its yeah, job. It That's ma- exactly it makes what me, I was thinking. Yeah, it makes me want to see the Miz lose, yes. which is what should happen. Yeah, he so. went from being vulnerable character yeah. as a champion. Now he is officially yeah. a despicable. character. Now that he is where he is, I want to see him lose. Yeah, there you not go. necessarily to Randy Orton, but no. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm so I, I don't get Randy Orton. I don't. I don't we really. haven't talked about this a lot on the show. Yeah. I'm not saying he's not talented. I'm not saying he's Batista. Right. But I don't get it. I he don't gets either. the biggest reaction out of anybody. But we've talked about it a little bit, but we haven't been doing shows yeah. as regularly, so I don't think a lot of the uh, stuff has made it onto to the, the website. But yeah. uh, The last time I think we really talked about it was like when we the Hell in the Cell wrap-up. Yeah. He got the biggest reaction that night, yeah. and I don't get it. I mean, he's, and his it's matches not, are just okay. Yeah. I've always been a fan of Orton. He's right. always... I've never been the biggest fan. He's never been my favorite, like, right. ever. He is, is in one of my favorite matches ever, which was that yeah. uh, Orton uh, Cactus... Or was it, was it Mick or... Ca- I can't remember. I, I think it was just Mick just Foley. Say, yeah, just Mick Foley, yeah. yeah. Uh, at, what was it? Bad Blood? Backlash. It was, oh, was Backlash 04. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Orton took the thumbtacks. And I was yeah. like, wow. And it's... I, I think this is just his current run. Yeah. I, I don't mean to be... I don't mean to, to pee on him entirely. Yeah. It's just... I think it's that... Uh, even he said, I've been too nice this year. And yeah, he has. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, he still puts on good matches. His match with Sheamus was probably the best at the Hell in Cell pay-per-view. Oh, it, well, yeah, I, I um, agree with that, yeah. Um, or one of the best, anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, better than the main events, definitely. Oh, yeah. So, um, um, I don't know, his character's kind of stagnant. I mean, how many times did he face Sheamus uh, last year? Yeah. And how many times has he just been either chasing or holding the title and not really doing anything else? Yeah. He's not, they're not... Like, I don't. I don't like him. I don't like him chasing the title. Yeah, I don't I, I'd rather he be champion. And you know, I hate to sound yeah. like the anti-Cena guys, but I'd rather him be a heel. His yeah. character had more bite that way. I agree. Because see, 
one of the problems that they have with a lot of these major heels that get start to get cheered because they're good at what they do, yeah. and then they change them to a baby face. That happens with a lot of guys, and right. they lose a lot. They're not really doing that with Orton per se, but he is. He's like smiling, and he's, he's like cracking that smile. Yeah, yeah, he's like shaking hands with some of the other uh, faces and like uh, like encouraging them slightly here and there. You know, like when he has to tag with them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's not. It's all about me, and he's not. The Viper, like the it, evil, it, hated character. He's not the guy that broke into, or that had his that feud where uh, Triple H broke into his house. He's not that it, guy anymore. Or, or the Legend Killer. That's what it was weird. As much as I enjoyed the match, uh, he's tagging with Lawler. Teaming with Lawler, yeah. And he's the Legend Killer. Yeah. I mean, I, I realize he's not doing that bit anymore, but it's weird seeing him do that. Yeah. It, it, you know. And letting Lawler get the pin yeah. in the match too. Yeah, so. I had an issue with that too because I said whoever gets the pen, their music should play, and it played Randy's song, yeah. and I hate that song so much. <laughs> if I never hear voices again, yeah. So I mean, I'm not bagging on the guy. I still like him, but yeah. I don't get I, like you. I don't get it. Yeah, you know? it's it's he's not a Stone Cold character. He's not right. at all. Yeah, and it's it's I'm, he's getting a backlash from me because of the fact that he's the most cheered guy. Yeah, pretty much nightly. And his and character's stale. It's, yeah, it's not interesting to me. Yeah, I don't get it at all. Let's see a boot somebody in the head. Yeah. The week he does it to Alex Riley, I'll lay, lay off him. <laughs> yeah. Get he gets a pass that week. He gets best week that week. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, that right. Morrison Miz, we yeah. go back to that match. And, yeah. It was a really good match. They, and one of the first clean, clean finger quotes, victories that um, Miz has gotten, like a victory on his own right. without wacky shenanigans going right. on. Which I mean, makes sense. Morrison kind of lost the match for himself. Yeah, but it's still a very clean win for yeah, Miz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's all there is to that. He he played it smart in the chess game. Yeah. that was the false count anywhere match. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. people would say like, hey, you know, this this match has a lot of bite. It's very physical. You use weapons. You know, this isn't the PG uh, format that everybody's been rallying yeah. against uh, lately. So yeah. it starts the year off on a positive note. Yeah. Everybody's happy because we get a good wrestling match. Despite the fact that it could have been a train wreck, yeah. But those guys, I I doubt that they would have put out a put out a boring garbage yeah. match. And as I was watching that tweeting, um, I I predict John Morrison to win the Rumble this year, and it'll be Miz versus Morrison at WrestleMania. That's what I yeah. want to see happen. I, I, think. I would like that. He, I I'd say he's the favorite at this point, in my opinion, too. Yeah. And uh, if they're trying to go with this younger demographic of superstars, I think they need to do it, and I think. I think they could put on an even better match at Mania if given the opportunity. Yeah, that, so. would, that would that would be great. I mean, I think it, it was a test run basically. Yeah. So yeah, it is Mania, so you know they don't tend to go with maybes at Mania, especially for the main events. Yeah. But uh, I think they should. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> do you ever think you'd see a starship pain from the uh, that wasn't at WrestleMania? Yeah, right. From the uh, yeah. from the top rope to the floor through a table yeah. with a miss. Right. I mean that's going to be on highlight reels for years. Yeah. So like his uh, moonsault with the ladder from Mania, whatever <laughs> yeah. that one was. Yeah, that was a Money in the Bank match. Yeah. yeah I still don't know what he was thinking at that. That was a twenty-four, <laughs> I think. Yeah, Something like that. Outdoors. Yeah, it was outside. So. Ugh. But, but yeah. yeah, Morrison. Morrison with his uh, parkour offense finger quotes again. <laughs> Does that make it different from somebody who just picks up a chair that's being reliable? It's it's not parkour at yeah, all. Know, parkour does not involve. Uh, like flashiness or kicks or hitting anything. It's what he's. Never mind. I don't want to get to it. Michael Cole's a retard. Could, if 
you could do it in a video game, <laughs> a wrestling video game, like a video game that's not called Tomb Raider right. <laughs> or something, then it's not parkour. Right. <laughs> so, picking up weapons. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So, the other, uh, and I, I believe, yeah, the same, uh, I'm getting my three weeks kind of intertwining, so forgive me if I go out of sync here, but, of course, the other major thing uh, was, you know, the last week of Raw for 2010 or 2010, yeah. uh, CM Punk jumps out of the booth and attacks John Cena, hits him and hits him with a chair twice and walks. Does the exact same thing on SmackDown. Yeah. Why did he do it? Well, now we know why he did it. But did you see that coming at all? I mean, w- once he hit him, did you see him joining Nexus? Or I mean, not immediately. But then it was like, hey, he's probably going to pick that armband up and put it on. I mean, it took me that long to. That's say, a cool moment too. Yeah, that, that's that how that great l- CM Punk is. Yeah. But, uh, see, I like that segment. I was kind of hoping, watching it, I mean, I like the way it turned out and everything, and that's fine, whatever. But as I was watching it, I was hoping that what CM Punk was actually doing was bringing back all these people that had had feuds with Cena, basically kind of like a Cena, this is your life. The Ghost of Christmas Past. Yeah, have <laughs> the Nexus come in, Otunga offered the truce, offered to shake his hand, Cena says no. You, I'm not going to do it. You're a horrible person. Get out of here. I'll beat you up if you don't. And that would have been all the ammunition that CM Punk needed. And then have Otunga and the rest of Nexus walk away and stay away and not come back and attack. I was kind of disappointed when they turned back around and attacked. Mm-hmm. I wanted them. I wanted the Nexus to be the bigger men and make Cena look like a fool and have all these people keep coming out, have Randy Orton come out because they had that bitter feud, say, yeah. hey, you know what, bygones be bygones. Let's shake hands. At this point, he probably would. Yeah, but for the point. sake of the story, have him, like, you know what? Like, show some clips of, like, their last man standing or whatever those yeah. matches they had were where they nearly killed yeah. each other. And not shake his hand, but just kind of walk away. Not shake his hand. and Yeah. And he's like, well, I offered. And just do, like, two or three of those yeah. and then have CM Punk come out and say, see, I told you. Yeah. They and kind of had edge out there, too. Yeah. I think that would have been interesting for the character, yeah. you know, because people are 50-50 on him anyway. And that would have been really interesting to show that side of yeah. the character as oh. opposed to just, like, this guy that, oh, he is right after all. They they are bad guys. You yeah, know? if only Chris Jericho was there. Yeah. Because they could have proven one of our points from a long time ago, or a long time ago, like three years ago, yeah. when he beat Chris Jericho within an inch of his life yeah. for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. He yeah. did that to, what was it, uh, uh, Darren Young. Yeah, oh, uh, God, yeah. yeah. Darren Young got it bad. Yeah. So, I mean, have people like that come out and say, you know what, this happened, but I'll shake your hand. And, him and have a him good opportunity to get Darren Young on Raw too, yeah, because he is still employed by the company. Yeah. If you don't watch yeah. Superstars, you yeah. you don't watch Darren Young yeah. at all. No, he showed up to attack uh, Mark Henry when oh, that, yeah. that whole Rumble thing was going on this last week. But uh, yeah. and here's uh, for, for you for you uh, uh, friends out there, while you're following this whole Royal Rumble storyline, it's just a quick one because I. Uh, if if they do a bit where someone's like wanting to throw people over the top rope, and that person actually quote-unquote wins their exhibition, they're not winning the Royal Rumble. Right. It, it, it's a yearly tradition. Yeah. So scratch Mark Henry off of your win list this year, <laughs> and you got 39 other guys to choose from. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, that's not what happened. Um, Cena, or uh, sorry, CM Punk actually did end up joining the Nexus, yeah. but you didn't know if he was the leader or not. So. Right, and we were talking on the what-ifs of the Nexus... Like if it goes to someone else pulling the strings, you were saying, I I I'm not I'm trying not to take your words out of context. Yeah. There there were factors that could lead it to you really hating the storyline if they did do that. 
if, it's, it's, it's because of it's CM Punk and not like a Triple H or well, no, 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 no. That's that's not that's not exactly what I was saying. What I was saying is if there was a higher quote higher power, right? Which is a reference to the the corporate ministry. Yeah. If there was someone pulling the strings from behind the scenes this yeah. entire time, that would have made me furious. And okay. I would have hated it. I see what you're saying now because Punk now like it, not, I don't I don't know any other way to say victim of circumstance. He's a participant of circumstance. He's, by joining Nexus well, yeah. because he doesn't like John Cena. Right. Ergo, he is Nexus. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it is. But okay. CM Punk wasn't there before. No. What you see on TV is everything that's going on right. at this point. And there's so. no doubt that CM Punk had nothing to do with Nexus during its inception because the, he was in the ring when yeah, the and Nexus he was in the first stretch, he, was, he was running the Stray Edge Society at the yeah. time. So uh, he got beat up by the Nexus yeah. on their first night Very when they destroyed night. the arena. Yeah, and they still haven't made reference yeah, to that either. I don't know why. Even while he Okay, let's go ahead of this. While he's putting him through all these initiations and he's not bringing it up. That's see, okay, okay. We're jumping to the next week. He's sure. the go ahead. Uh, same same subject. It's okay. He anyway Barrett's out. He uh, CM Punk ends up yeah. coming out to the match and Sorry like, about that. turns I mean, on him. The whole Barrett promo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so Barrett is not number one contender. He's out. He's on SmackDown now doing stuff yeah. with Big Show, which we'll talk about in a minute. Did you think Punk? I I liked Punk trying to uh, doing his I'm the bigger man thing. Yeah. Go ahead, Barrett. Go ahead. Please, I would. Yeah. I want you and to see. Win. That's the same thing again. I wish. I kind of wish that he hadn't come out and prevented. I wish Barrett had just maybe lost. You know, right? I, I want CM Punk to be the bigger man and not take these cheap shots. Yeah, because so, he's turning into the guy he's railing against. Yeah, by doing that. Yeah, so it's it's not as gray area as it could be. They're yeah. making it more black and white. I, I I do hate when they invalidate the heels logic whenever there's yeah. good logic yeah. there. I mean, it would be so much more interesting to me if they would yeah. put those shades of gray in it, but they don't. They make yeah. it clear cut. But, um... Okay, so the next week, he is the leader of the new Nexus and is going to put them all through these initiations, which are pretty much gangland initiations. Yeah. They're... The first one very much was a gang initiation. The yeah. entire entirety of the Nexus beat up Michael McGillicuddy. Yes. And, um... This is all the stuff that when we were growing up, when me and Chris were like... like we're like a year difference. Yeah. We started going to like junior high around the time that the gangs were like coming up. Yeah. That was like a big deal. And it yeah. started around here and it was very, it was only yeah. for like a few years, but then they started to like tell the kids at school, Hey, you know, this is, you think it's cool. This is what they do. And it, yeah. what they talked about is exactly what yeah. is described here. I've seen the documentaries on the history channel now about real gangs, yeah. hardcore gangs. Right. This is exactly what they do. And so that's, that's, they're, they're making allusions to that. Um, the the Nexus being a quote street gang, yeah. and because um, even the fact how Punk is calling it like it's like a it's like a family and you need to belong, and, but it's 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 that's what gangs do. Yeah, it's interesting to me though um, when sh- when certain people talk about it, like um, when Cole is actually talking about it, he's making more religious references like Stryker tended to do, mm-hmm. talking about how he's the savior and it's faith. I yeah. mean, CM Punk said that to these guys at one point. Like, just have faith. Just believe in me. Yeah. And how many religious uh, poses has Punk pulled since he's yeah. been doing this? He's well, yeah, he spread three. his arms out. He's done the crucifix poses a, a few times. Yeah. And um, the put him on my shoulder bit. I just... The, the, I mean, the, there, he's done about four of them. I don't know if it's intentional, but, I mean, they're equating this one group to both street gangs and organized religion. Yeah. The same group. Yeah. Thereby logically 
comparing the two of those to each other. Yeah. It's 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 very controversial in my opinion. It's well, yeah, it's, it's very it's, interesting. Uh, it's definitely controversial. I don't know if they're saying. intending to do that, but that's what they're doing. Yeah. It's funny because whenever someone tries to talk politics or religion with me, I say I have no gang affiliations. Right. Yeah. So I, my joke is coming to fruition here, and it's being I, lumped all in the same thing. Yeah, I think it's that's actually even though it's very un, un it's unstated, but it's there. I mean, those mm-hmm. illusions are definitely definitely there, yeah. and they're not hidden they're right there on tv and they're talking about them yeah but um what was the point i was trying to get no. to earlier I, oh yeah the thing the, i just thought of actually um speaking of speaking of uh you know religious figures uh vince mcmahon <laughs> <laughs> he uh, i heard that uh when punk joined the booth because they they asked him yeah. would you would you go in the booth while you're hurt and he apparently he got it to where you're not going to yell in my ear while I'm doing this, and really? he gave him carte blanche to say whatever he wants. Well, that's and why was, he's not in the booth anymore. Yeah, for one reason. But it was very obvious that he wasn't getting fed stuff. Yeah, because he was definitely speaking his mind. I mean, I don't think Vince would say, "Yeah, oh, why don't you tell the uh, why don't you tell the people out there that Shawn Michaels stole five thousand dollars from Daniel Bryan?" <laughs> you know, stuff like yeah. that. But I, that's, he seems to not have the leash that everybody else does. Why is that? I think because I knew it was temporary. Yeah. If he was to be a continual part of the booth he wouldn't be allowed he would be like everyone else yeah probably not i'm absolutely positive it was great while it lasted yeah yeah i'm sure he'll be back there again i mean maybe once his days are over if he's interested i'd love to have him in the booth once he gets a little better because he's good and he's funny and his references are amazing obviously because he's a huge fan of the business maybe if the nexus takes over nwo style finally it'll be like on nitro or Okay, yeah. it's time for this booth to happen. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I liked him, but uh, okay. <laughs> the point I was trying to get to, Sorry like a thousand that. years ago, was um these initiations, the night of the initiations. Yeah, I was hoping this is another thing that I thought would have been better than what they did. Although what they did was good, have it would have derailed the entire angle, and it would have just been like a three week angle. But have all of these initiations, like where these these Nexus members are getting the holy hell beat out of them, at the end of the show, have it all be retribution for CM Punk getting beaten up. Have him say, hey, remember who was in the ring with Cena when you guys first appeared and got beat up? Yeah. And that was me. Yeah. And, you know, I just got you back. There you go. But then he would have been a baby face, and it would have derailed the whole angle, so... Yeah, I guess so, but they don't like they don't like punk anyway, so they don't care if punk gets. And beat that's up or well, not. that's why they didn't do it. Yeah, so so I would have liked he's it, a but no Slammy Award winner for yeah. Despicable <laughs> Me this year. Right. So I really, it's definitely it's definitely kicked off the year. I mean, WrestleMania season is always exciting, yeah. but they got some hot angles already and ready to go for WrestleMania. Yeah. I'm looking looking a lot more forward to WrestleMania than I have been the last couple of years, and that includes the one we went to. Yeah. It's already started off hot and heavy. Yeah, so. no, I'm I'm getting excited about it. And the fact that Alberto Del Rio is on TV on every show every week is, I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's it's like you, we were talking the other day. It's like you said, it's a yearly tradition. The lines yeah. of the rosters are completely. When January happens, April. yeah. When yeah. January happens, the lines don't matter. Yeah, which kind of pushes some of the other guys to the side. I don't think we're going to see Zack Ryder on TV anytime nah. soon, which is unfortunate. It's a damn shame. Maybe he'll get Money in the Bank. That'll be an upgrade for him if he can yeah. make it to Money in the Bank yeah. this year. Let's hope. Let's hope so. We and should. We should start a twitition. Get Zack Ryder in the Money in the Bank. There you go. Hey man, Zack. I'll, I'll plug Zack Ryder right now. If you buy Zack Ryder's yeah. like basics T-shirt, he finally got shop, a T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. He, he got he got a T-shirt. It's not it's not the worst shirt I've ever seen. No. But it's like the design of those kids' basic shirts. Yeah. 
if you buy the shirt and you send Zack Ryder a twit pic of you in the shirt, he will send you a free autograph 8x10. Yes, he will. Now, what other guy on the roster is going to do that for you? I'm, in in any federation right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, there you go. There's a Zack Ryder plug for the week. <laughs> but, yeah, so... Um, Maybe he'll make me a broski of the week. <laughs> uh, I think it's at the day of the, the week he puts out broski uh, awards on Twitter. Yeah, I don't know if he does it every day. Yeah. But, uh, Both um, for me. <laughs> the... Uh, See, I'm not 100% feeling like CM Punk is a member of the Nexus yet. It's still just kind of weird to me. Yeah. Well, he's um, wearing the shirt. He's wearing the band. He's well, got, it's, it's he his, incorporated the Nexus stuff his into his shirt. t-shirt. Yeah. He, it's him. It's It feels different than the Nexus used to feel. Which yeah, it's is, supposed to. It, well, I know it is. It's not a bad thing. Right. I'm just not as behind it as I was with the Nexus. Their purpose is has changed. Yeah. So... I mean, um, after, I mean they got... They lost all their... Uh, well, yeah, they lost all their credibility. Well, yeah, I know. But that's that's what's leading me to what Barrett's doing now. Yeah, he oh, yes. he goes over and attacks Big Show on SmackDown. I'm like, are you retarded? You just got thrown out of your group. And you're gonna go attack the biggest guy in the entire company. Get the, hit the biggest guy in prison on your first day in prison. Yeah, and get the holy hell day out of you. Well, still, but that's not what happened because yeah. the week after that he had the match, which he did lose by count out, I think. Um, did he? Yeah, he yeah. Did, he, oh, he yeah, that's right, match. that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then wacky post-match shenanigans, he's going to get the choke slam, but he does not. Right, because uh, um, Slater and Gabriel, who refused the initiations, they didn't... They beat up the other guys, but they wouldn't beat up each other. They would which, be uh, the former tag team partners. Yeah. They held the tag tiles together, so yeah. there is chemistry and history there. Yeah. I liked it. I was like... It, and I was, if two guys were going to defect from that Nexus, they don't look like Nexus guys. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, but they don't have that look. And they have babyface potential. Well, that's, yeah. That wasn't to be. Right, yeah. If anybody's to turn babyface out of everybody that's been in Nexus besides Dan O'Brien, who barely counts, yeah. um, it's those two guys. Right, exactly. So, but they appear on SmackDown and help um, Barrett beat up the big show after the match, and then another guy shows up. Yes, and I'm, uh, real quick, and I was surprised by them helping out Barrett. Yeah. Considering they're... You know, I guess it's one of those things like, hey, man, you know, they did you wrong, they did us wrong, so that's probably where they're going to get their chemistry back. Yeah. I liked, I was really hoping, you know, that I hope that they will remain a tag team. I do too. And I hope they pursue those titles again, because yeah. they have, they were our surprise tag team of the year last year, I think. Yeah. So, and yes, they're really not getting it done, you know, like against the Big Show. The Big Show is still kind of handling Barrett yeah. and Gabriel. Well, Barrett's not 100%. Gabriel. Slater, but yes, somebody does appear on the apron. Yes, not wearing black, but you know what? he was wearing red. Everybody else was wearing black. Oh. I was like, okay, maybe he's not with them. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was. It was Ezekiel Jackson finally returning after like months of those little vignettes of saying yeah. next week, and then it was coming soon, and then we <laughs> didn't see one, and then tonight that night. Coming soon, and two segments later, there he is. Yeah, that was good, and it th- threw everybody off the scent, too. Because yeah. you wouldn't expect that in a million years, because yeah. he's already, you know, an established guy, and no one's expecting him to join that group. Yeah. It was brilliant. And they that's exactly the kind of guy they need for that yeah. whole thing. I agree, yeah. You know, I mean, you know, Wade Barrett's kind of a, a powerhouse in his own right, but now they yeah. have a powerhouse well, enforcer scary guy. <laughs> yes. Um, and see, I was worried about Wade Barrett being on his own on a different show. Yeah. I was, I, I have faith in him, 
but I was afraid that he would get lost in the shuffle, honestly. I don't yeah. think he's really ready to not have a group behind him yet. He's got a better chance on SmackDown if he was on his own or regardless. Yeah. Because he'd yeah, be I able think to wrestle more. His personality at the moment really shines when he's like in a leadership role. Yeah. So And I'm glad they're letting him continue it. Yeah. So I'm very I'm more excited about that group than I am about CM Punk's Nexus group. Really? Yeah. I, it's, a, it's kind of a push with me right now. Yeah, no, I mean, hands down, like, 100% more excited. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. I love CM Punk. I think he's one of the best they have, yeah. but I'm not as excited about the group. Yeah. And 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 also, to be fair, this Barrett group is kind of more the underdog right now because yeah. they don't have a name yet. Yeah. And, you know, they are going to get their stuff together. I think the thing that I like about it is that there's not one guy that just stands out from the crowd as this is the guy and the rest of them are just kind of hanging out. They're yeah. all kind of on that same level playing field. Yeah. Uh, Whereas when too. you look over at the Nexus, the new Nexus, CM Punk is obviously the guy, and everyone else is just kind of there. Yeah, I was and to think I'm of still I'm not behind McGillicuddy and Harris even now. Yeah. Um, they well, to be fair, they haven't really, you know, having how many matches can you recall yeah. seeing them in? Yeah, exactly, like, and they're then, not letting him wrestle. And then uh, Otunga, who I, he's grown on me as far as his personality. I think I still think he's annoying, but right. in that in that good kind of heel annoying way. Yeah, he's I don't really have much use for him in the ring yet yeah. but those guys don't wrestle much yeah. and then he's they brought in this new guy this last week who oh. I was like you know what yeah now you have me back on the Barrett bandwagon yeah this and, this freaking guy and see this last week on Raw we're in the middle of the week now so Smackdown hasn't happened yet but yeah. um the the mid-show main event was the um Ziggler versus Orton match. Yeah. Which was great, and then Miz comes out and beats up Orton afterwards. Yeah. That should have been the main event. Instead, they have CM Punk versus John Cena, which would be a good main event, but the big deal was this guy that nobody knows shows up and joins Nexus. Really? Yeah. That's how you're going to end the show, with this yeah. this, I don't know, gigantic bearded guy that yeah, and you no one cares about? And you screamed of lazy booking on that one, too, yeah. because, you know, it's, it's the whole... Oh, you jumped this guy, so you got around. Yeah. The, you got around the stipulation. It's the same thing that happened when uh, Cena ended up having to join the Nexus on the pay per view. It was Barrett versus Cena when McGillicuddy and uh, Harris joined. Basically, they didn't yeah. join that night. They right. did it like a week or two later. But oh, Nexus can't interfere, or they'll not be in the Rumble this year. So, I mean, I even thought that when I was watching it. Oh, well, they're going to have someone else come out and do something. Yeah, and they did, and, and he joined, and, and it was gay. And if they if they want to make that. If you they want to make that GM thing interesting again, GM could GM. have still pulled the whole. Well, you're still out. Yeah, you know maybe next week they'll do that. Uh, maybe. Although a, a Nexus free Rumble is not, not going to help happen. pad that forty list. Yeah, it's, that's not going to happen. I mean, yeah. I'm sure this this guy won't be in it. Who his name is Mason Ryan. I don't know if they're still going to use that name. Well, they they tend to keep the names now because they established the name in Florida yeah. before they get the call up. That way, it's not as confusing. And Mason. I guess I guess that helps with the retrospectives when yeah. they come out too, because yeah. they'll have that Florida footage. Because I'm sure, as most people listening know, he is the current FCW champion as of this recording. And yeah. I can't wait to see him wrestle. Chris. Former European Gladiator, just like uh, uh, Brutus Magnus from TNA. Right. Who I'm not big on at all. And um, I've seen him compared to Batista, obviously, which I think it was Jericho that coined Batista too, and um, me, me also that- Rob Terry. So you put those two guys together, and I want to. Talk about the. I don't know what I want to do. You don't want to watch it. Yeah, I don't want to watch it. Actually, for a split second, and once again, I'm going to have to reference him. Uh, myself and Zack Ryder had the exact same joke. I said Steve Blackman's back because <laughs> yeah. when it when I he saw was, that I saw that tweet he was yeah. on the apron. 
Yeah. Like on that bottom angle when he's on the apron, it looked like Steve Blackman yeah. for a second. I was like, wow, that guy's been in hiding. <laughs> so it's, it's like, like if Steve Blackman and Batista like got into a car wreck and merged into one person. Yeah. So. Uh, Except Steve Blackman was more entertaining than Batista ever has been. Yeah, and That's for a guy something. that had a for a guy that had a gimmick of being boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we like Steve. There's nothing wrong with him. Yeah. And uh there's only I mean, is that is that Nexus and Barrett right there? Did we sum yeah. it up pretty good? Yeah. There's one thing that I I really couldn't wait to talk about. Uh well we've both been following this guy for a while and now hey, Dolph Ziggler had a great twenty ten. Yeah. He finally got that intercontinental title. Only took him a year, but he got it. Yeah. After he got derailed when Ray got it suspended. Yeah. Yeah, he got the shaft. Yeah. Big time last year. Or in 2009, he got the yeah. shaft. This was a good year for him. You know, I I really loathed the fact that they put him with Vicky, but, wow, it actually helped his character. <sighs> it really has. I mean, as far as... I think it helped in spite. I think he could have done it without her. Ability-wise, he, he could have done it without her. But how many more boos is he getting now? That's because true. he's paired with Vicky. That's, That's why they're doing this. I, 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 I oh no, I I know why they're doing yeah. it. I'm not yeah. saying I approve, but I know why they're doing it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, even uh, was it was it Christmas night on Raw or whatever it was, or it was like the, the you know, it was the Raw after Christmas, and the Cena Ziggler thing happens, which is one of those crazy moments that just happens. With, oh, uh, was it the one where she kept getting booed and she yeah. couldn't talk? Yeah. yeah. Have you heard anybody get that yeah. booed that loud that and funny. forever? Yeah. I don't think people booed that much whenever uh, Wade Barrett beat Cena at Hell yeah. in the Cell. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, Austin, Texas, representing that night. Yeah. So, and Ziggler goes and has this amazing match, which I referenced at the top of the show, that triple threat, which was the rematch from TLC Sands Ladder. Right. And... Then he goes the next week and and fights Kofi. Uh, loses two straight falls to Kofi when it yeah. wasn't even a two out of three fall match. Right. It's like, well, that's that's not good. But you know what? He had been he had had two stellar matches with John Cena, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, because he re- rematched on SmackDown yeah. that same week. Yeah. And I think that was his last like okay kid. And then I, I should have seen it coming. He 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 drops the strap to Kofi, yeah. and the ever deserving Kofi. Yeah. I I mentioned this many times. If he had to lose to somebody, I'm glad it's Kofi. Yeah. And the exact same night, SmackDown throwing surprises out, Chris. Yeah, that was a good show. Yeah, because they, they actually got me. Because I do like Ziggler a lot, and I've been wanting to see him keep the title throughout all these defenses he's had to do, yeah. even against Kofi. But the way they did that, I was actually pulling for Kofi to win. Yeah. So. It was that was really well done, and then Vicky puts him in that triple. Like they announced that triple threat number one contenders yeah. match. Yeah, it was Big Show versus Drew McIntyre versus Dashing Cody Rhodes yeah. for the number one contenders. And I was like, huh? I didn't really want any of them to win it. I was yeah. like, really? Is Big Show really gonna? That doesn't make Beat much sense. I'm not very interesting in, interested in that. Yeah, I was like, okay. Well, here's what I was thinking from the off onset. I was thinking, you know what? They may actually give this to Cody. Yeah. Because. That's what you do at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. People are going to buy the Royal Rumble for the Royal Rumble right. match itself. Take a chance. Yeah. They did it a few years. Remember, like it was like, it was like a hardcore Holly got a title shot at Royal Rumble. I mean, you know, it's like take a chance and see if it sticks. Yeah. Why not do it at the Royal Rumble? So I was like, maybe Rhodes will pull it off, and yeah. then he'll have a really good match against Edge. He'll lose, but 
it'll help them. Yeah. So that's exactly what, what I was thinking. That may be what they're doing with Ziggler. We'll see. But yeah, and they, they probably are. But yeah. you know what? He's hot right now. Yeah. And he's every match he's in in the past year has been amazing. Not, yeah. I mean, even before that, but I mean, tied for match of the year with Shawn Michaels Undertaker. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 And it's, so. and that wasn't <laughs> yeah. And the fact that he's in a match with Daniel Bryan and he gets the same amount of credit in my book for that match being yeah. great. Yeah, of course. As much as Daniel Bryan. They yeah. were it was that was such a 50-50 match. Yeah. And that's probably why we didn't even do matches of the week last year for the most part because he probably would have been in every one of them. Right. It would have been the Dolph Ziggler award. We would have had to retire him from it or something. <laughs> right. But it's a fresh year. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler gets put in the match by Vicky because Teddy Long's got the week off. He's on vacation somewhere. Yeah, sure. He's hollering in uh, you know, Puerto Rico or something on the beach. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing, but he's off SmackDown that week. All right. And she puts him. As soon as she came out, I was like, "Oh my god! Yeah. Why, oh my god!" Yeah. You know, it's it it like as soon as he got introduced, you know, he's it, he's in there. You know, yeah. it's it's like when uh, Chris Jericho shows up at the very end of that pay per view that he's not booked in. Remember that the oh, um, yeah. the, the, the 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 that six pack kind of match. That's the one where Punk didn't get to defend his title and yeah. Jericho won it. Yeah, he comes in the very end. It's like, oh my god, he's going to get this legacy attack, Punk. So yeah. he was out. And yeah. Jericho took his place. Yeah, in, in that like six, the six person. pack challenge. Yeah, yeah it was like a six pack. It was God, what were those things called? That Unforgiven pay per view. Oh, the scramble. Scr- yeah, the yeah. championship scramble. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what it was. So as soon as it came out, I'm like, okay, well, he's probably going to win now, and I'm getting yeah. excited. I'm like, well, how is he going to win? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what the hell, God? And he even through like he's winded, you know his he, you know his confidence isn't that high. Yeah. he just lost two straight. The previous segment. Yeah. And then, you know, they it's multi, it's a couple of segments, you know, it's a commercial break. Big shows handle them all pretty well. The Wade Barrett attack happens in the course of this match, which we referenced earlier, him mm-hmm. attacking Big Show. Yeah. That's where it happened. So Big but Big Show's still in it. That's the yeah. weird thing. So they tried double and triple teaming him and he's still not really out of it. After that attack, Big Show still gets back in the ring. It looks like he's gonna win, but he's still like struggling to get up. Yeah. Ziggler goes to Cody Rhodes. He goes, "Hey, don't hit me. Let's hit Big Show." All right. As soon as Cody turns his back, zigzag, quick three, and he's got it. That guy, and you know, even people that hate him in the arena was like, "That was some smart shit he just yeah. did right there." Yeah. And that's what I love about guys like that. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that's it. That's the kind of stuff that Edge used to do. Yeah, exactly. And now he's fighting Edge. Yeah. And wow, how much more fun is that going to be than yeah. Edge Kane? Right, yeah. Which, they, by the way, they blew that off uh, on that show, that yeah. Last Man Standing. Yeah, which I still don't care for Last Man Standing matches. Yeah. So, at least we got to see a concerto. It's too bad Christian yeah. could have been involved in yeah, that Yeah, I don't consider those concertos. Yeah. If it's not two-person, then I don't. it's not a concerto. Yeah, it's not the same. Uh, well, we'll do a couple more bits about TV before we move on. Okay, there is, so there is a 40-man Royal Rumble this yeah. year, Chris. Yeah. What do you think of that? That's cool. Probably like it's probably gonna be like ninety second intervals again, right? Uh, yeah, I mean if they do minute and a half, that's still sixty minutes. So yeah, all right, I'm I'm for it. Yeah, yeah. The more, the more people, the better. Yeah. As, as the weeks go on, we'll see if we can uh, predict some like returning, like even some one night only legends or something, because you know they got to yeah. do that. They got to pad this somehow. Yeah, maybe. Do they have forty they, guys? They got it. They have a lot of people now. Yeah. So the, the, but do they have forty healthy guys? On both rosters, I don't can, know. We need to count them up and see. Yeah. I would say I would venture to guess. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because people don't watch superstars, right? So some of those guys will be on there, maybe. Yeah. Maybe they, they better be. Hmm. 
Um, oh, Zack Ryder is in the Royal Rumble, by the way. I saw that, yes. And he is going to win, according to him. Okay. So, yeah. I'm, I'm pulling for him, hell. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Me too. So, uh, I, I, I would say that he's going to last longer than he did last year. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That was a weird Rumble last year. Yeah. It was one of those ones that wasn't one of the best ones I've seen. Yeah. Not that it wasn't entertaining, but sometimes it's like, oh. It was... I, I hate when I hate when they don't... Well, we talked about it on the last show. Yeah. It, was, it was kind of by the books. Edge comes back from injury. Oh, of course he's going to win. He yeah. That kind of took a lot of luster yeah. out of it for yeah. me. Uh, there's two guys that are on the SmackDown roster. I hope they're in. I'm not sure if they are yet, but Trim Beretta and JTG. Yeah. Uh, Jay making like his first SmackDown appearance in forever, albeit a vignette, but hey. Yeah. The first one, that's straight out of Brooklyn. That first one was good. The second one, not so much. It was like, yeah. eh, yeah. all right. Yeah. Yeah, the last one was good. The latest one. Uh, I like the first one better. Like the first one better? Yeah. 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 It was funny. The second one was just like talking about people doing stupid stuff and you killing me, son. I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. All right. It's not that funny. Hey, man, whatever gets him on TV. Yeah, I agree. I, I unsuccessfully predicted singles gold for him, I think, <laughs> in the year t- 2009. I think he did. Or 2010. Yeah, I missed the boat on that one. So, But someone up and coming, uh, Trent Beretta, yes. had a series, two matches back-to-back with... Drew McIntyre, and the first one was like one of those holy crap moments. Yeah, he the biggest splat I've seen since like Lennon and Kendrick yeah. have been in the company. Because there's uh, uh, a plancha over the, the just like running and just jump clearing the top rope yeah. and just lands like does a front flip and lands completely on his back on the floor, not touching anyone or anything yeah. else. And literally no less than about three seconds after the ref saw that, he called for the bell. Yeah. <laughs> It was just like, whoa, yeah. match is over, yeah. okay, yeah. go away. All right. yeah. And then, of course, Drew still does the Future Shock DDT yeah. on the floor. Yeah. So I'm like, God, I hope this leads to something. Yeah. Gets the rematch next week. Right off the bat, Trent Beretta, like, has a, a Drew can't get in the ring because he got knocked off the apron. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And Which is stuff that Drew used to do. Yeah, exactly. Or still does do, actually. Well, yeah, well yeah. he did it to Cabal, like, on yeah. Cabal's last match. Yeah, I was really which, hoping that wasn't going to happen. Which actually brings me to a point. Is this the remainder of the storyline that they had set up for Cabal? Yeah. Because this is what should have happened with Cabal. Yeah, I think you're right, man. Yeah. This the thing that they're doing with Trent Beretta, he, he ends up winning his rematch yeah. with a, a roll-up or something. He yeah. gets a surprise victory on him, yeah, but he, he, he beat him. He yeah. legitimately, cleanly beat Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. And... I love it for Trent Beretta. He's grown yeah. on me a lot. I think he's yeah. really good, and I hope yeah. I hope this isn't it for him. I hope this isn't yeah. just a means to an end for his story with Kelly Kelly, Drew McIntyre's. Yeah, I hope, I hope this actually is good for Trent, and he continues to be on TV. I said that was the best thing that Kelly Kelly has done in the company, period, since she's been there. What? That that backstage thing, the the, the final um, blow-off she did with, uh, with Drew. Drew. That was yeah. the best stuff she's done since she's been there. Yeah. It actually made me like, wow. Good well, for you, Kelly. You well, know, I was like pulling for. Her. This is the the whole <laughs> uh, Dolph Ziggler uh, Maria storyline. What it should have been. Right. Exactly. Well, like, I, I actually, it's, not, it's, it's not it's there a yet. Little different. It's, it's not a little there. Different. It's not yeah. there yet. They were doing great with that Dolph yeah. Maria storyline, yeah. and they just killed it off. And they just killed off. And I was hoping that's what they're going to do with this one. But I think now maybe they won't even do it, or it's going to be a very slow face turn for Drew. Yeah. And I think yeah, that might be what they're it's doing. not quite there yet because Ziggler was on it like. A, a gentleman backstage and a monster in the ring. Yeah. Are they going to have to do the the Festus thing? I'm not going to say it all the way Festus with Drew, but I'm saying like, in order for him to become Kelly, why are we? I, don't, I know we're. I realize we're talking about a, a, like a soap opera storyline, yeah. but in order for him to become Kelly Kelly's boyfriend, he's got to go to like a, a 
what are those guys that have court ordered stuff like anger management? Yeah, anger management. And then like once the bell rings, no. it's okay. And then you know basically once he's behind the curtain, he changes. He's, he, it's like you're supposed to have this little moment. I think okay, he, you're a normal person again. But when you're in the curtain, you know, right? I think you're overthinking it and over. Uh, making it a little bit overly dramatic. Yeah. I don't think I would like it if they went that far with it. Uh, but if they do kind of... Is this re- it for it, then? Is well, if it? they do recapture what they had with the Ziegler-Maria thing, which I was really interested in. I, I, that was if a great they, one. If they can get to that point, then I'll be interested in it, because I really haven't been that big on Drew McIntyre. No, and he's so. been he's been really stale this year. Yeah. It's like they gave him the moon when he first came in, and now they're, they pulled him back because yeah. I guess they just want to see how he reacted. That That's usually my theory that's on how they do it. That's what it looks guys. like with a lot of these guys, yeah. So, and they're like, okay, well, he's okay. And he even had, like, you know, a little bump in the road there in the summer. Because yeah. I heard a rumor that this Kelly Kelly thing was supposed to be with, you know, his wife, Tiffany. Right. And now she's gone. So, I guess, you know, they just yeah. replaced one blonde with the other as far as their standards go. Right. And so it would have been pretty interesting to see how that would have done if they would have gone there yeah. with the real life marriage. But yeah, who knows? Yeah. Anyway, but I don't know. It's interesting. The, but again, the biggest thing for me out of this was Trent Beretta getting oh, yeah. a victory over former Intercontinental Champion. I don't so. even know if he's on that list. I, I didn't see the eleven to watch an eleven list was. by WWE.com. But Trent, watch that guy. And another guy, I, I've been blogging about this guy, and it's not like he hasn't been there. This guy is well-deserving for a push. He's already got a great personality. Uh, he's got that in-ring thing like where you're interested in him. Great moveset. Kurt Hawkins. Watch out for that guy. Kurt that. Hawkins is going to do stuff this year. Mark my words. Put those guys together since Croft is out. Put Trent and Hawkins together because they know each other. They're actually Yeah, they're actually like lifelong friends. Yeah, and they were uh, tag champs with Croft in Florida. Yeah. So put those guys together. I mean, yeah. Jesus or Christ. Or at least have them feud. It's not that hard. Trimperetta is a babyface. And should be because he's yeah. got he's he's fun to watch in the ring. He's a fast guy. Kurt yeah. Hawkins is a good, good bad guy right now. Really? So I I, I want them to bring him up. Well, and once they build up once they build up Trent Beretta for a little bit, yeah. that's when Kurt Hawkins gets up there, and that's how it needs to happen. That would I, that would actually be kind of cool. Have Trent be this baby face, this underdog guy, and then when you bring Hawkins up, have him be like his his friend from wherever, yeah. and like have him try to be friends, but like you know what, you're kind of a jerk. Yeah. And then eventually make that, have them team up for a little while, but not really get along, yeah. and then have them feud against like each other. I like that, because yeah. you could break up a tag team and I won't be mad about it. Right. And if that's had, obviously the intention from the start. Yeah. They had some stellar matches on Superstars last year, so I know yeah. that these guys can definitely get it done. Yeah. I'm really excited about Kurt Hawkins. You see him backstage on SmackDown all the time, but look yeah. for him to do stuff yeah. this year. That's the guy I'm going to be watching all year. Yeah. You want to you follow Trimper at all, follow Kurt Hawkins, I'll <laughs> right. do it that way. So, and I guess the last TV thing before we move on, before we get to the PWI, I'm jonesing to do it. Uh, Shawn Michaels Hall of Fame first yeah. ballot, valid to me. I have no issue with that. I was kind of sad though when I saw it. It's like this is it's it's really over, you know. Which I want it to be. I don't want to see him ever wrestle again I because either. I want him to stick by what he said. Yeah, I want him. I, I know we said this a billion times. I said this about when Jericho retires too. Yeah. The guy that stays away. Yeah. Even after all these other guys that I really thought, Flair, Foley. Yeah. Just an Well, and when he got his slammy for the the match of the year, it was pretty obviously obvious he didn't want to come back to wrestle. Yeah. Because he says, do I miss it? No. Do I miss you guys? Yeah. So, it's obvious he doesn't want to be full-time again. His body says, no! Yeah. (laughs) You know. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's great. Um, Like I said, I was a little bit sad. I was like, oh, that's really really is over because yeah. he was since I started watching when I was a kid he's like 
the was constant. one of my favorites ever. Well, he got a little rocky with me when we were when he was in his feuds with uh, Bret Hart when I was yeah. a kid. Yeah, I didn't like him then. I, I, did, I didn't the first go around. But the fact that he's it's like him and the Undertaker are really the only two guys, and I've not always been the hugest fan of the Undertaker. But so Shawn Michaels, ever since that is my entire wrestling knowledge, is pretty much based around him. Because yeah. he was coming in when I was first watching, and now he's retired. It feels yeah. like something's ending, you know? Yeah, he rookie WWE the first year I started watching. Yeah. And, you know, he's he's a Texas guy, and, then, yeah. you know, just like Taker, and it's this whole thing. And, yeah, yeah it, re- it really is over, but we're going to be there. Yeah. We're going to watch him go in. Yeah. Possibly. That's that's another storyline we'll talk about later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that'll be fun for future shows. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and I've talked many a times about how you know, this guy hasn't been put in yet. You know, I'm always like, for seniority's sake, you know, put these guys in first before you yeah. get these other guys in. But in the case of Shawn Michaels, I don't think I'm being a hypocrite because, you know, I can make a case for Randy Savage and Bob Backlund yeah. and guys and Rick Rude and guys that are in the Hall of Fame. But if you put him up against Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels outdid all those guys. Yeah, that's just the way it is. You know, on a on a performance level and a success level. He outdid those guys. I love all those guys. Yeah. I hope they all go in all yeah. all this year. Why not? You know, I think Savage would be a good get as a marquee guy for me yeah. next year. Now at this point, yeah. So I don't see it happening, but yeah. who knows? We'll see. But I say any any if he's eligible the first year, he's eligible. He's supposed to go in. That's just the way it is. Yeah. No problem with that. Yeah. So not everybody on the Twitter seems to think so, but I don't really want to warrant that with a discussion. Really. So. Oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do my research on that later. Yeah, I know that the the click is all gonna be there. Yeah, that's interesting. They've been twittering. Uh, Pac and Nash and Hall all said that they're gonna be there <laughs> by hook or crook. Like uh, what Waltman said, I'll if I got a hitchhike, I'm gonna be there. Was, I, yeah, you told me that. I was like, why is he gonna have to hitchhike? Is he like homeless now? Maybe he got his license revoked. <laughs> man, that's a good possibility. But do you think any of those guys are fit to drive a car? <laughs> and Nash, and he has no knees. Right. <laughs> I'd pick Nash out of all of them, and yeah. that's sad. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Kevin Nash. <laughs> all uh, right. It's just like I mean. I would think he would be able to get to the arena. I don't think he's going to have a hitchhike. He may not be able to get in. Right. Maybe but, in the yeah. list. They do a thing like, on the list, guys, yeah. and they're all hanging out. Yeah. Like when... Uh, that would like actually be... If they actually did that on Like when the, Dice tried to get into the VMAs yeah. when he got banned. Or when, like, Keenan was trying to get into Raw the yeah. first night. Do that on the on the the uh, the Hall of Fame show yeah. as, like, little vignettes in between commercial breaks. That would be a lot of fun. That would be so supremely entertaining. <laughs> and that would all... make me want to watch the show more than ever. Yeah, and they can... And all those guys have had... Well, okay, Scott Hall's had, like, two names. But Nash could go down a yeah. laundry list of names. Okay, is it under Oz? Okay? <laughs> is it under Vinny Vegas? Um, all right, is it under Diesel? Is it under Big Daddy Cool? Oh, good God. And even Pac. I mean, the yeah. one, one, two, three Xbox, kid. Six yeah. Pac, Six. Lightning Kid. One, two, three Kid, Lightning Kid, Kamikaze Kid. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the list, guys. <laughs> That would be good. That would be funny. <laughs> oh, we should do that. That would be a missed opportunity if they don't. <laughs> I think All it's right. probably going to be. Once again, speaking of the old timers, TNA talk next week. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm, I'm plugging it as we go. But for now, Chris. Joey watching TNA so I don't have to. Yeah, we're going to do it. I'm going to. I'm not saying New Year's resolutions. You know why? Because no one keeps their resolutions. It's more of a vow. All right. That way I actually do it. All right. Okay, Chris. It's time. 
Okay, the PWI Awards always start with... And these are fan votes, by the way. Might as well say that up front. It's not the magazine, it's the fans. Rookie of the Year. Now, do you want me to give you, get a knee-jerk reaction from you if you voted for Rookie of the Year? As the line blurred for Rookie of the Year. Yeah, I mean, some as, of these yeah. people have been on, have been wrestling for forever. Um, yeah. yeah, it really has. Wade Barrett. Okay, there's your prediction. I'm going to tell you what the fans voted. Okay. Uh, give you some the runners up for rookie of the year. We'll go ahead and get these. He's got 33 percent of the vote total. Okay, uh, guys like Jackson Andrews, who we've seen but haven't seen wrestle at least uh, on this panel's end. Oksana, Eli Cottonwood. Eli Cottonwood was a retard. <laughs> Naomi Knight. That was that was uh, Morrison's rookie, yeah, wasn't he? That was the big the big Gork guy. The guy yeah. that talked about mustaches. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't yeah. see that season all that much. So, uh, Naomi, Whatever. who was a runner-up, yeah, she was good. And Conrad Tanner, I don't, I don't know that guy, but I don't know that. So yeah, okay. So third runner-up is a guy named Corey Hollis. He's been competing on the indie circuit for various NWA promotions, and they're praising him. He said he's a good counter wrestler. Also does the aerial thing. Good executor. So right. keep a keep an eye out for a guy named Corey Hollis. Uh, he's got a really funny picture. Right. He's just like smiling, but like ironically. Okay. All right. Second runner-up, Percy Watson. Hey, I yeah. like Percy. Former NFL linebacker. Joined FCW in September 2009. Legitimate rookie. Nice. So, yeah. Good personality. Get it done in the ring, it looks like. Yeah. Maybe they'll, yeah, maybe they'll call him right. up. Maybe he'll team up with Darren again, you know. Yeah. South Beach Party Boys. Make yeah. it happen. All right, first runner-up, maybe a surprise to you. Sorry, getting 18% of the vote. Okay. Percy got 15, Corey okay. got 9. With 18% of the vote, the first runner-up is Tamina. Really? Yeah. She barely even wrestled. Yeah, well, she wrestled uh, She wrestled a pay-per-view. Uh, that was the one we didn't see. There was a six-man between the Hearts and the yeah. Usos. Yeah. But, you know, they like her. They That's like fun. her. They even mentioned the fact that she's a good valet and manager, apparently, and she's been coming out of her shell a little bit more lately. Yeah, I like her more, like, towards the end of the year and now, I like yeah. her more than a... I mean, I've, I've always thought she was pretty good, but, you know, she never really showed anything. I like so. the potential of her. Let's see how yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. Rookie of the year, Chris. It doesn't even really say... I have to, like, dig to see what percentage they got. Yeah. Oh, wait. Getting 25% of the vote. Hmm. David Otunga wins Rookie <laughs> of the Year, and yes, right. once and I think they went by him being a legitimate rookie because right. he started like just a little round two thousand nine in FCW. Okay, so I guess Barrett was disqualified. Did he start earlier? Barrett's a, according to this magazine, he's been wrestling five years. Okay, well I guess that's why. So. Yeah, so. it's it's hard to say. I mean, if they call him rookies on NXT, I don't, I don't know. That's why I said. Yeah, but. the write up on him was like saying, okay. Some people, such as Ric Flair, Bob Backlund, Ricky Steamboat, Steve Austin, and Kurt Angle, have all won Rookie of the Year. <laughs> but so has Hornswoggle, the Boogeyman, and Zach Gowan. <laughs> maybe they—they're basically saying maybe he's in the middle. I, yeah, or <laughs> they're saying this doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it says well, you know, let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Big question mark for David Otunga, Inspirational Wrestler of the Year. Now, what does that mean to you, Chris? Basically, um, trying to get who you would vote for if you had to pull it out of your head. Inspirational. Who inspired you, uh, whether on a real-life basis or a fictional basis, as a role model or just someone that, you know, 
made you take notice. Guys like Eddie Guerrero have won it in the past for coming back yeah. from such hard well, yeah, times. Yeah, that's when you think of inspiring, that's what I would yeah. say, something like that. Something Rey Mysterio demons, yeah. rising above his weight class is yeah. inspirational. Yeah, uh, storyline-wise, Eddie yeah. Guerrero was like like real life, and yeah. and then Ray's would be more like storyline. Yeah. And and I remember one of the first years I started reading this magazine, Nikita Koloff. Uh, I don't. I don't even know if he won, but I think the magazine even said we would have voted for him because yeah. this is a guy that actually retired from pro wrestling to take care of his wife who had Hodgkin's disease. Mm. So that's a major real life storyline. Yeah. So that's inspirational too. So this year, Chris, is 2010, 2010, inspirational wrestler of the year. Um, I don't know. Just I mean, the first one that pops into my head is Shawn Michaels, just because of his that whole storyline. It was just in the first part of the year, but okay. that probably was the strongest storyline that I could think of, just mainly because of the stuff we just talked about. Yeah, hey, it's so, very valid. Let's yeah. see Let's see how the fans voted. Uh, the vote for others was only 4%, so real quick, Awesome Kong. That's probably for punching out a Bubba. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that inspired me to want to do it, too. Uh, Evan Bourne, Daniel Bryan... Daniel Bryan should be yeah, in this top four, I think. Yeah, actually, yeah. He's one of the story. He's if not the story of the year. I, I agree. Think. El Generico, La Parca, Angelina Love, and Rey Mysterio. I want to know why they voted for La Parca because I miss that guy so much. Yeah. So you know, you, it's all subjective why they voted for those people. Yeah. But Daniel Bryan, I, I he should have been a runner-up for sure. Yeah. Uh, third runner-up with six percent, Rob Van Dam. Because yeah. it's kind of a comeback in a way, I guess. And you know, he just because he stayed away, I mean, that was his own choice, yeah. wasn't it? It's one of those things where he's still taking a stance about how he doesn't want to be political. He just wants to wrestle, and That's fine. you know, yeah. yeah. All right. Second runner-up with only seven percent of the vote, a guy who personifies inspiration, John Cena. See, I always think about John Cena too because of his whole character. Yeah. But. Uh, this one over here is more of a storyline vote, I think. But first runner-up with 9% is Kurt Angle. Uh, reason being because storyline-wise this year, they kind of took him out of the world title picture because of the evil management. Mm. And he worked his way up from the bottom yeah. by wrestling from the bottom of the ranking all the way up. And plus Did he, he backed to Jarrett, too? Yeah, he's doing that right now. And plus he backed the armed services when he was feuding with Anderson. So a lot yeah. of people like that. So it was good enough for 9%. That's fine. But good enough for 74% of the vote. Yeah, you think you know who won it. You called it. Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. It even said in that first sentence, uh, this year's winner spent the past nine months of the year in retirement and still managed to win this award by a very comfortable margin. What else can you say? It's Shawn Michaels. So, moving on. I agree with that one. Most improved wrestler of the year. Now, I probably said Ziggler was last year. I don't know who P- I don't even know who PWI voted. I missed that issue last year. Last year, I would say, yeah, this this past year, no, I don't think he was because he's right. been good all year. Right, exactly. Yeah. He was the most improved 2009. I think someone, I think WWE.com gave Ziggler like most improved of yeah. 2010. I was That's like, because no, they booked that's him better. Yeah, just because they book him better doesn't mean yeah. he got better. Yeah. So, uh, votes wow. for others was uh, 41%. Almost half of the votes were for these yeah, other people. Yeah. It, it's tough because there's, you're just going to have, it's basically fans yeah. and, you know, I can respect that. Evan Bourne, El Generico, I heard he had a great year. Luke He's Gallows, Matt yeah. Morgan, yeah, you could you could make an argument for him yeah. improving. Cody Rhodes, yeah. yeah. Velvet Sky, I would say Madison uh, improved more than Velvet, but that's probably because yeah. of booking once again. Yeah. Douglas Williams, ooh, 
but he's yeah. been good. I mean, yeah, uh, he was given yeah. a chance to shine more. Yeah, and Dolph Ziggler in the runners-up. Like I said, yeah. he probably won last year for all we yeah. know. Third runner-up with six percent of the vote, Jay Lethal. Wow, really? Yeah, and right. and it's one of those things again. Jay could always wrestle, but I think people took more notice of him. Yeah, um, that moment he had opening with up Flair. TNA with Ric Flair yeah. is in my top five moments of the year, yeah. hands down. Match, non-match, loved it. Loved yeah. everything about it. it. So, uh, second runner-up, you could say, yeah, because he held it together with 16% of the vote, Sheamus. What do you um, think about that? I I don't know. He refined his, his yeah, thing. Yeah, he did. He had a great... He was still learning last year, Yeah, really. that's true. He had a great feud with uh, Goldust in 2009. Yeah. But I, yeah, okay. Yeah, he I'll get behind that. He came into the year holding the belt. Yeah. He lost it pretty early in the and year. And he did put on two two matches off the top of my head that I can think of that are like match, like best matches of the night. Yeah. That Hell in the Cell and the one he had with Morrison at the TLC. TLC. Yeah. So, so, all right, fair enough. Refining his, his thing, yeah. you know. Yeah. Telling a better story in the ring. Yeah. Uh, with just 1% difference, 17% of fellow Euro, Wade Barrett. Uh, nice. Once again, five years in pro wrestling, according yeah. to this magazine. Uh, one of my favorite, favorite guys, a guy that you should know by now if you don't, with 20% of the vote, most improved wrestler of the year, is D'Angelo De Niro, the Pope. Oh. Right. So it's another guy that if you have, if you didn't know he's awesome by now, I guess he just made himself a little more. He had more world title matches this year. Yeah. So people took take notice of those things yeah. once again. I can't say enough good things about him as a talent. WWE, it's one of the top, if I had to make an all-time list, WWE fucked up by getting rid of these guys, he's in the top five. Yeah. If not second or third or something like that. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's what makes me so mad that I hate TNA is because there's guys like that in there that I want to (laughs) watch. Yeah, AJ Styles. But I don't want to watch the show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wish I could just. I wish I could do my own draft between those two companies. Oh, let me add them. Let (laughs) me add them. Uh, they can have all the same kind of crap in TNA. They can have Mason Ryan now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, comeback of the year, Chris, off the top of your head. Uh, um, he's in agony over here. Kane. Okay, I'll remember that. Votes for others: thirty-nine percent of the votes total. Mister Anderson, Ezekiel Jackson, Angelina Love. She's she's got a lot of the vote for others yeah. here. <laughs> Melina. Tara and The Undertaker. Now, I don't... I, the people voting for The Undertaker for comeback of the, the year. The Undertaker is lost hearted. every match with Kane. Well, yeah. That's a comeback of the year. Exactly. It's Screw not that. It's not comeback of the year because he wrestled six matches. Yeah. Ooh. ooh. Yeah. It's beat, not like when uh, The Sheik is still, was still like yeah. he came back at 68 years old. He beat Rey Mysterio. He lost at the Elimination Chamber. He beat Shawn Michaels. Beat Shawn Michaels, was gone, and then lost three times to Kane. And that's pretty much all he did. Yeah. So, here we go. Third runner-up, comeback of the year. I guess if you just defect, it's considered a comeback. <laughs> Jeff Hardy <laughs> with 9% oh, no. of the vote. Lame. Um, second runner-up, better tale to tell, is Edge with 11%. I guess so, yeah. He came back from injury and yeah. got the rumble. So, yeah. And he, he's, it's always hard injuries with him. Yeah. You know. He's came back with his, his uh, injury beard. He yeah. looks like Grizzly Adams when he shows Edge, up. Edge's injury beard. Uh, first runner-up, your vote, Kane. Nice. For finally realizing a yeah. world... I like it even says here, 12-year drought between world titles. 
in parentheses, PWI did not recognize the ECW title as a world championship during his reign. <laughs> <laughs> so, yay, Kane. We've we've applauded Kane's success, not so much his matches, yeah. but on principle. Yeah, so yeah I, his feud with Undertaker and Edge both I didn't care for, but yeah. the fact that he did hold, hold that title for, what, three or four months. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. It's one of those weird things, I'll just let it slide. Yeah. Good for Big Glenn. He he deserves it. Yeah. He's a he's a company man. Yeah. Comeback of the year, Chris. Talked about him earlier with twenty six percent of the vote. People miss this guy. Don't get me wrong. Rob Van Dam. No. Mis- Mr. Yeah, Thursday I night. So. <laughs> I I stopped caring about him when he was not showing up and like yeah. talking all this stuff. So yeah. I will say though, when I catch him on TNA, he doesn't bore me. I mean he's you know, it, it, he, we've kind of seen it all, but I think I not, mean for me, I think he's talented. I think he's a good wrestler, but he's not the greatest wrestler ever. And even he's not as good as he thinks he is. He's not as good as he thinks he is, or he's not as good as most of the fans thinks he is either. Because I mean, even when he was still in ECW, I, I we talked about it even yeah. then, back yeah. in like ninety nine, two thousand. I was bored with him because yeah. every match was like an hour, and it was all the same stuff. Yeah, the same stuff. He, it took it, like ten minutes to get the match moving. Yeah, and not by Greg Valentine yeah. standards, by Rob was, Van Dam going to high five the crowd. Standards. Every match you watched was a Rob Van Dam match. It wasn't Rob Van Dam versus someone. Yeah, it was Rob Van Dam. Yeah. And then so. when they didn't have anything for him feud wise, they put him against really good guys. Yeah, they could really use a push. Yeah, and, and still he still beat him. he still did his own stuff. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't the greatness that you see of like Daniel Bryan adapting to anybody in the ring, and every match is different but amazing. Yeah. Everybody's got to wrestle Rob's match. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. why I don't really care for him so much. That's why those Jerry Lynn matches were different. Jerry yeah. wasn't going to put up with that shit. Yeah. yeah, but that's why Jerry Lynn had his best match with Lance Storm. There you go. All right. On that note, uh, something else that's near and dear to your heart, Chris. Woman of the Year Award. Um. Wow. It's not going to be like cool. Okay. Um, yeah. Not for me. Um, well, not for you. Not for me. Uh. You know what? Natalia. Yeah. Okay. In the votes for others, forty-five percent of the total vote because. They're everywhere. Yeah. Dixie Carter. <laughs> Sarah Del Rey. See, I mean, I'd like to... Uh, she's still my favorite female yeah. wrestler and almost favorite female person ever. Yeah. But I, don't, I just don't get to see her enough to say yeah. Woman of the Year. Uh, Mickey James. Yeah, I, I figured she'd be on there. Success in two companies. I mean, because yeah. f- we forget that she did have the Divas title at the top of the year. Yeah, and lost it very quickly. Yeah. Uh, Kelly Kelly. Yeah. Mercedes Martinez, nice. we we know her. Yeah. yeah. Layla. So right yeah. there, you know, it's not going to be like cool because yeah. they apparently they asked to be a a co unit for Woman right. of the Year and they told them no. <laughs> so, uh, Melina, Mischief, Tara, and Natalia. Ah. So now right. it's gotten interesting. Okay, third runner up with six percent of the vote, Madison Eagles. Oh wow! The yeah. six foot one Australian, and according to this, made a big splash when she defeated Mischief to end Mischief's nearly two year title reign yeah, in I Shimmer. About that, yeah, haven't seen it yet, unfortunately. But so it was just enough to uh, break into third run up. So Mass and Eagles, that's a that's good publicity for Shimmer her. Shimmer star on, yeah, on yay Shimmer. Uh, second runner up, a surprise for me, but apparently she had a very good year. You know, I've seen her having a good year, mm-hmm. and she improved too, for my money. Madison Rain. Yeah, all right. So you know, I like this is this is one of you like this, Chris. Um, 
Madison Rain was so impressive as the year went on that when Mickey James debuted in TNA, she mistakenly referred to her as the Knockouts champion. Yeah. Even though Angelina Love had yeah. the title. We, I think we talked about that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she must have ESP because she won the belt a couple of weeks later from Tara. Yeah. Well, she had had it previously, I think. Yeah. So And, a th- and now a three-time Knockouts champion. Who knew? Hmm. Not me, because I'm not watching. Speaking of Knockout champions, the first runner-up was 17% of the vote. Angelina Love... Hmm. Uh, was the number two in the female 50 this year. Hmm. So, uh, for the second year in a row. Nice. So, uh, someone else, I think WWE dropped the ball on her, too. I know I've said that yeah. before, but they really did. Now, 22% of the vote, woman of the year, you know, because we haven't heard the name yet. Michelle McCool. Is Michelle McCool. And we're moving on. Because we do enough Michelle McCool talk yeah. on this show. Feud of the year, Chris. What's your feud of the year? John Cena versus Nexus. Okay. Votes for others, real quick. 32% of the votes. Abyss versus Rob Van Dam. Kurt Angle versus AJ Styles. Edge versus Chris Jericho. Fortune versus EV2. Boy, that really didn't set the company on fire, did it? (laughs) Uh, The Miz versus Daniel Bryan. CM Punk versus Rey Mysterio. I'd put that in a runner-up. Yeah. And uh, The Undertaker versus Kane, (laughs) another one that really set the company on fire, or at least blinded you for a few seconds. (laughs) Third runner-up, I would put it about that, John Cena versus Batista. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the first uh, first, uh, quarter of of the year, blowing off around May, I think is when they retired. That over the limit, whatever. Second runner-up. When I saw this feud, it definitely was a feud. There was no doubt about that. It was 17% of the vote. Kurt Angle versus Mr. Anderson. Mm-hmm. The blood feud of the year, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Uh, how soon we forget the first runner-up. 18% of the vote. Bret Hart versus Vince McMahon. Yeah. Ah, yes. That's reminisce for a few seconds there. Yeah, we uh, we talked enough about we talked a lot yeah. about Brett. We never talk enough about Brett, but we right. talked about that. We it was it was a fun storyline. Boy, if you could, it actually made me hate Vince more. Yeah, as a storyline guy, you know who knew yeah. it could do that, but it did. And with twenty two percent of the vote, Chris being correct once again, the Nexus. But I'm gonna parap- It says Nexus versus WWE, but I think that's bullshit. Uh, no, because it's Nexus versus John Cena, yeah, it is. and even the picture. Yeah. It's John Cena and Wade it's, Barrett. The first night they showed up, they said it's not about John Cena, but it was. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't WWE. They were yeah. after Cena. Yeah, totally was. Most popular wrestler of the year, Chris. Now, since this isn't, I mean, you could say who you would vote for, but do it subjectively as who do you think the fans are going to vote for, since that'll probably get you closer to where you need to be. Randy Orton. Okay, let's go. Votes for others. 26% total. Evan Bourne. Kurt Angle, Edge, Kofi Kingston, John Morrison, who will probably win it next year. I'm going to call it. Let let me just call it right here. John Morrison's going to win it next year. The year of Morrison. Thank you, Chris. Sorry, I talked over you there. Rey Mysterio. That's probably the first time he's been in a vote for others like in a decade, I think. And The Undertaker. Third runner-up with 5%, Daniel Bryan. Nice. Yay. I'm going to say he's going to move up one. Uh, for next year. With 13%, second runner-up, the comeback of the year kid, Rob Van Dam. <laughs> See, people like yeah. Rob. Yeah. Uh, first runner-up, 26% of the vote, John Cena. 
still managed to get those PWI votes for such a smart magazine, but right. I, I thought he was hated. <laughs> right. I thought people hated him, Chris. We have Closet John Cena fans out there. <laughs> Apparently. Yes, we do. And with 30% of the vote, Chris is right once again. The Viper, the Apex Predator, Randy Orton. Snake Man. Snake Man. Most hated of the year, Chris. Most hated. Um, Let me think. You're on a roll. Uh, mm, this is a little bit harder. Um, I don't know if Seamus would make it. You can't see the magazine on the no, table, I can't. can you? Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. Wow, that is hard. I'm gonna go with Seamus. Okay, it's a good guess. The vote for others: fourteen percent, fourteen percent conglomerate. AJ Styles. Kane, Jeff Hardy, Vicky Guerrero, too wow. low. Wow, I forgot about that, yeah. Well, she's not a wrestler, but yeah. well, she wrestled WrestleMania. She has wrestled, yeah. Um, it says Albert Del Rio. Thanks, Typo Machine. <laughs> Albert, <laughs> wow, who's this? Is this like Juan Cena? Is Albert Del Rio? And uh, Michael Cole. Oh, Look yeah. for him to rise. Uh, Michael Cole and Vicky Guerrero will get in this ranking yeah, next year, I, I bet. Guess. Uh, okay, third runner-up with 13%. The conglomerate of Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff actually got the votes together. Yeah, whatever. Um, who doesn't hate those guys, yeah. right? <laughs> um, all right, second runner-up with 20%. Only 20%. I demand a recount. The Miz. Hmm. So, uh, let's see, at least you're glad you didn't pick him now for winter. Yeah. But uh, it would have been a good pick. Twenty too many people like the Miz to to vote for hate. Yeah, he makes the show interesting. You can't yeah. deny that. First runner-up, twenty-one percent of the vote. CM Punk. Wow. All right. Is Sheamus going to pull this off? I don't know. With thirty-two percent of the vote, Chris. It's see. The Nexus. I was going to say the Nexus, but all right, whatever. Because that's, that's, right. that's why I was going mm, Sheamus. That's all right. That's all right. Whatever. Yeah, because they could have had that fan thing. You know, the smart yeah. fans that vote for Pro Wrestling Illustrated, yeah. but they're voting for John Cena. <laughs> so they really do hate the Nexus. Right. They'll wear the shirts, but then they'll just take them off in the car. Right. And be like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Match of the year, Chris. We did this on the last show. Yeah. yeah. But um, who the? I'll go. Pick with, yours and pick the fan vote. I'll, I'll go fan vote. Um, Michael's Undertaker too. Okay. Um, mine. I don't know. I mean. That's really hard to say. Did we find out who won that poll yet? From that, that did. did it did yeah. it win? Yeah. Okay, damn. Um what was the margin, do you know? I don't know. Yeah, I'll find out. Um I'll go with the Ziggler Brian match. Okay. Votes for others. Ziggler Brian. Forty two percent conglomerate. But it, it got in there. And we also have Brian Danielson versus Shingo. Love mm. to see that. Yeah. Heard so much about it. Uh I'm sure Adam's seen it. AJ Styles versus Rob Van Dam. Uh, I should get the dates here. April nineteenth. Uh, the Briscoe Brothers versus the Kings of Wrestling from April third. Mm-hmm. Love to see that. John Cena versus Batista WrestleMania. Yeah. I was actually enjoying that match. That was yeah. one of Batista's one of Batista's best matches. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, the Royal Rumble match January thirty first. And Kurt Angle versus AJ Styles January fourth. Oh, the TV match. Mm-hmm. That Monday night match. Yeah. That was a good match. Yeah. Third runner-up, seven percent of the vote. Tyler Black versus Davy Richards, June nineteenth bout. 
And, uh, yeah, I mean, how is that not going to be on there? Yeah. Or any kind of match of the year thing. God, I need to catch up on Ring of Honor so bad. <laughs> Second runner-up. Uh, it doesn't say... I'm trying to figure out what show it's from, but it says Kurt Angle versus Mr. Anderson. And, yeah, I guess it's a... Uh, Impact, I guess, on a cage. No, Didn't see know. it, but I'm sure it was bloody, Chris. You think it was a bloody match? Probably so. Okay, all right. 13% when the first runner-up TNA showing up yet again. Uh-huh. The rubber match of the best of five series between Beer Money and the Motor City Machine Guns. Hmm. Finally, they're making some headway on this list. That's cool. Two teams I'm a big fan of. One of my next DVD purchases, Chris, is going to be that TNA double disc. The best of beer money, and on the other disc, the best of the Motor City Machine Guns. Oh, really? That That's cool. is going to be a DVD worth purchasing for sure. And, of course, you knew it. You saw it coming from a 1,000 miles away, or at least from Phoenix, Arizona, with 29, only 29% of the vote. Yeah. Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. I guess people voted for the, the other matches because they figured that was going to win anyway. All right. All right. Tag Team of the Year, my favorite category. Um, machine Guns. Okay. Uh, start with the vote for others. 39% total. Just show you the slim pickings in some of these because yeah. some people actually did vote for Drew McIntyre and Cody Rhodes. <laughs> they voted for Show Miz, uh, a team I've yeah. never seen, Bison Smith and Keith Walker. You know uh, anything about those guys? I've heard the names. Uh, the retired Team 3D. On their retirement year, they yeah. get a vote for others. Yeah. Not even a respect vote. Savages. Uh, the Briscoe Brothers. Wow. On a vote for others. And... Let's see if I get this on the first take. Tetsuya Naido and Yujiro Takahashi. Sure. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm not going to be the prejudiced guy and say, I'm sure they're good because they're <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> Just say, I'm sure they're good because they made the list. I'm sure they're good because they made the list, Chris. Third runner-up uh, with 7% of the vote, the 2008 Team of the Year, Beer Money Incorporated. Mm. Or I should say beer, and you say... Money. Yay, all right. Second runner-up with 9% of the vote, the Kings of Wrestling, Claudio, mm. Castagnoli, and Chris Hero. Ah, yes. I want to see them wrestle. I hope they're in Atlanta. <laughs> oh, how could they not be? I don't know. I, either way, I, I don't care what event they show up at. I just yeah. want to see them. Yeah. I'm sure some Ring of Honor fans are about to burn me in effigy for one of them to appear at WrestleMania. But, <laughs> um, all right, first runner-up. Uh, probably the best year they're ever going to have. The Hart Dynasty, Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With 10% of the vote. That's so sad. Just to, yeah. it, really, it really is over, isn't it? Yep. Maybe it's not over. Maybe they'll get back together. If, if Bret Hart shows back up, they'll get back together. There you go. Uh, so what? they had 10% of the vote, which means the first the, the winners got 46% of the vote, Dang. Chris. And you picked it. Nice. It's Motor City Machine Guns. Nice. Chris, Shelley, and Alex... Chris Sabin and Alex <laughs> Shelley. <laughs> Sorry, it's late. All right. It's time for the big one, Chris. Wrestler of the Year. Who made the cover? You haven't even seen the cover. No. I made sure I didn't show you the cover. Yeah. Um. Wow. I don't know. Go through some... Well, I guess you should... Let me do the vote for others. I'll make it uh, Yeah, make it do the vote for others. Well, I think vote for others. 37% conglomerate. Daniel Bryan. Jeff Hardy. Chris Jericho. Damn. Hmm. Kane. <laughs> Yoshinobu Kanemaru Miz. Maybe some maybe that's a typo. Maybe people voted for the Miz. Yeah. It is. 
That's two people. That's two different people. <laughs> Yoshinobu Kanimaru. Yeah. The Miz. There you go. CM Punk. AJ Styles. Suwama. Please don't send me hate mail. <laughs> and Dr. Wagner Jr. Huh, nice. Um, Randy Orton won. Okay. Third runner-up with 12%. Sheamus. Second runner-up with 14%. The former Juan John Cena. <laughs> First runner up with seventeen percent Rob Van Dam. <laughs> wow. Which means you were right once again, Chris, you have at least a fifty percent success yeah. rate this I, year. I should have gotten Nexus too. With twenty it's all right, twenty percent of the vote. The cover boy, Randy Orton holding that big invisible beach ball. <laughs> <laughs> and uh aren't you glad? I didn't even I didn't you know what and I didn't mean to set the whole episode up like that when we were doing the Randy Orton tangent. Yeah. It just came to mind, really. Yeah. So. No, yeah. I well I didn't even know and I think I'm the one that started that tangent. So yeah. You know, I shouldn't say things like that cuz it would make me look like a radio genius uh, otherwise. <laughs> but there you well, go, Chris. You just our, doubted yourself. Our exhausting PWI fun list. No, that was cool. One Did you like that? Yeah. I like doing those things with you. I know you wince going in, but uh, it's always well, a good time. I was I I think I enjoyed it because I was actually right yeah. <laughs> more than not that yeah. time. So you're just but you're just gonna focus on beating yourself yeah. up over the next. I don't I don't like being wrong. Yeah. So, well, which I'm very rarely wrong. Let's so. uh, let's go ahead and do the let's clean out the cash file of match of the week. We got to start from the beginning of the year, Chris. Match of the week for the first week of 2011. We agreed on because we talked about it already. Uh, Miz versus Morrison, the False Count Anywhere title match to start Raw yeah. on January 3rd. No, no surprises yeah. here. We already nope. talked about the match. Great match. And what we're going to do with all of our match of the week, whether we split the vote or it's a it's a agreed thing, we're going to bank all of them, and then that's how we're going to do our We're going to have year-end awards next year, Chris. Promise. We'll still do PWI stuff. We'll do that we'll after do... the year. Yeah. yeah. But we're going to have our own year. Yeah, because this issue comes out like at the end of January. Now yeah. I can't wait ever anymore. <laughs> but... That's going. We're going to put all these in the bank in the hopper, whatever, and we're going to have a big to do about what really was the match of the year. Yes, Ms. Morrison for the first week. I don't think it, I'd like to see someone try to debate that. Yeah, you know, if there's a better match that week in any federation. Yeah, raw. Sure. Okay. I'm not watching TNA, so I can't say. I <laughs> guess I'm going to have to start so I, I can validate it, but yeah. I really don't want to. You know, i tell you what, just still, just leave it up to me. If there's a match worth seeing, I'll say, go watch this. I'll send you a clip and everything. Alright. All right. You do so much for the show, Chris. <laughs> I can't have you watch TNA. I just can't. It's going to burn me out. I'm not going to want to do it anymore. Yeah, that's, that's what happens every time. That's why the yeah. show isn't as regular as you want it to be or we want it to be. It's TNA's fault. It's all TNA's fault, damn it. <laughs> Uh, second week of uh, wrestling. We're going to split this vote, I believe. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't said what mine is. And yeah. You haven't said yours. I'm, I you can go guarantee first. that we're splitting the vote. How about that? All right. Go first. My match of the year, and I'm not just plug- I'm not just plugging my uh, my blog, but it's from Superstars. <laughs> oh, okay. And it involves someone. I said you need to um, you need to watch this year. It is Kurt Hawkins teaming up with Chavo Guerrero, former members of La Familia. Ooh, there's a oh, yeah. there's an old reference. And you know what? Who brought that out for me? I didn't even remember that. Scott Stanford remembered that, Chris. All Scott right. Stanford is a blue chipper this year. I need to watch. I need to. I'll watch Superstars. I'll start watching Superstars now and then catch up on my backlog. Yeah, just so start the beginning of the year. Yeah, Hawkins and Chavo versus JTG and his tag partner appearing on this list for the very first time, possibly the last. Chris Masters. Masters yeah. <laughs> How'd <Nice>. you know? <laughs> 
Well, who else is going to be on it, Superstars? Masters was the finisher guy. Really? Okay. This was kind of... i, I got to describe this a little bit. Because right. Chavo and, and Kurt have great chemistry in this match. JTG is playing uh, Robert Gibson. All right. Uh, even though he gets some good stuff in on this match. Chris Masters gets the hot tag and cleans house. And for some reason... I don't I don't know if it's the dubbing on superstars like in post production, mm. but the people really like Chris Masters and they even chant Let's Go Masters quite a bit. I don't oh. know if it's because it's early in the night, <laughs> but Chris Masters is over with the people, Chris. Well, maybe he did like a a city centric like a promo right before the match started it's or something. Very possible. He gets in there and he's like, Okay, yeah, you're really gonna get the master lock in a tag match, dude, really? Yeah. But he puts Chavo in the master lock. Kurt Hawkins charges him. He ducks with Chavo, doesn't let go of the hold, and backdrops Kurt Hawkins out of the ring, basically, mm-hmm. and holds on to it and gets the win. Well, after a really good tag match. Uh, and it's not. It's kind of because I didn't really see anything on Raw and SmackDown that week after their blowaway weeks that did it for me. So I, I gotta. It's kind of me promoting superstars, but I do think it was the best wrestling match I saw that week. All right. So what what do you th- what did you say that week, Chris? Mine showed up. We actually did talk about this earlier too. It was on SmackDown. It was Trent Beretta's victory over Drew McIntyre. I like it. So I was that was the most excited I was that week. Oh, yeah, uh, that was the most excited I was that week too. Yeah. But um, I, I guess I guess I just kind of and if I hadn't seen Superstars that week, I would have easily voted for yeah. it. Uh, Beretta did get beat up quite a bit, but it still had a great yeah. It uh, was. It's not the impact. like a lot of my match of the weeks end up being like technical wrestling like this is the best technical match of the week yeah. but this was the best emotional match of the week so I like it yeah. I like it okay and uh, like I said we're bringing it back take it away Chris best week worst All week right. this is going to be best weeks worst weeks because uh, i got two weeks to catch up on week one or uh, the first week of January of 2011 was easy Dolph Ziggler best week yeah. Easily. Even though he did I mean, lose. How many guys lose a title and have the best week? Yeah, he lost two matches and won one, but still, that's yeah. the best week um, for what we discussed earlier. Worst week? Um, worst week's a little bit more difficult for these two. I think the worst for the first week is Melina, actually, because she was in a tag team women's match, and she yeah. she lost the pinfall, yeah. but not to the championship. Yeah. Not to the champion. She lost to Eve yeah, out, of, I remember, out of nowhere. So. I, talked, I remember talking about that, too. I said... That's weird. I was like, "Oh, yeah. okay." One just was like out of nowhere, Eve Pinzer. Yeah, with, with a with a moss covered three handle family credunzel. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing so. that was missing actually was the fisherman part of it. Yeah. But she basically. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and even Melina was in the ring. She's like, uh, she didn't really say anything. I like Melina's character now. Yeah. You know, well, I, yeah. I've always I like her more as a heel. Hell yeah. And she showed up the next week on a. Uh, Raw to do quote commentary. Yeah. Her, her and Eve in the booth doing commentary. This is really weird. Yeah. But uh, and Cole is very odd being a retard like he usually is, trying yeah. to get her to talk, and she's just not even looking at him, not saying anything. And I love that. I love it when people do commentary and don't say anything. Yeah. Like, it's awesome. Or if they completely kill their careers like what Al Snow did that night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never get over that. What was yeah. that? Only like ten years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Al Snow goes in the booth for guest commentary, and all he does is make Mick Foley jokes. Yeah. Totally killed his push. <laughs> totally. But yeah, so even though I love the character Melina is doing right now, even though she's not really doing a lot, I think yeah. she speaks volumes in what she's not doing. There you go. Um, but yeah, she did have the worst week that week. Yeah. That um, week. So this past week. This past week, the best week goes to Wade Barrett, who has a new group, even better than 
his former group is now, in my opinion. Rebounding like Charles Barkley yes. and Dennis Rodman. He, uh, him and his group beat up the largest pro athlete, like, in the world, is what they say. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, Zeke's with him. The the two standouts from the original Lexus are with him, yeah. so easily. Best they way to repair it. They have the four horsemen making now. I'm not comparing them to the right. four horsemen yet, but Wade Barrett could potentially win the world title. Ezekiel Jackson could win the Intercontinental title. Don't think he couldn't from Kofi Kingston. I'm not not thinking that. And and then you got your tag team. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Any any team that could potentially win all the titles is a perfect amount yeah. of people. Yeah. So. Um. And worst again, it's a little bit harder, but I kind of I'm kind of split, so I need your vote. Okay. Um. Well, I, I will put it. Um. Go ahead. It's either going to be Husky Harris who, out of all the initiations, his looked like it was the worst because he got whipped. Mm-hmm. And you could see the welts, like, rising up on his back yeah. in that segment. Yeah. Either him or the Usos, who actually were not even on TV, but they were supposed to have that tag title match because they beat Kozlov and Santino the week prior. This past, or that week, uh, they come out. They don't even get announced as yeah. the contenders, but obviously it was yeah. supposed to be say, them. Say, say no more. I yeah. mean... Husky was on television. Yeah, exactly, and that's my point. They were not on television. Yeah. They didn't even weren't announced even in a match that they were supposed to be in. Yeah. So we need so. we need Usos. To s- Usos were street. Yeah, Usos definitely wouldn't. Right. Yeah, be, especially almost considering this. That's almost a a, a back vote from a few weeks ago because yeah. I mean Tamina's got all the exposure. Usos get a non-title win. Yeah. Yeah, and they seem. Boy, they get no reaction. I hate that because I know so they're good. talented. Yeah, yeah, they're so good. But this, WWE has given them no reason to care about yeah. the fans. They've given the fans no reason to care about these guys yet. And this last week on Raw, sorry, I'll just do this real quick. That's no, all right. Uh, this last week on Raw, they did finally have their tag match, their tag title match, which they did lose, but they looked awesome in the beginning of it. Yeah. I mean, tagging like in and out. Kozlov, when he gets the tag, he pretty much like steamrolls over him. Yeah, I mean, but, they um, may just have to shotgun it onto those guys to legitimize yeah. them and have them win some defense matches. And they're throwing these them and Tamina are like throwing looks at each other and she's looking at them and like you can see that there's something there but the the commentators barely even mention it. They just glaze right over it. Is this a bit? I mean is she going to help the Usos win the tag title? That's See they need to do something. If that match was the end of it and they're going to move to someone Kozlov and uh, Santino can move to someone else. It's all for nothing. Then then it's all for nothing. It's it's crime time all over again. They just don't care (laughs) about them. Yeah. But um the Usos, if they don't do something on Raw in the next week or two yeah. to make a name, like yeah. go out and do an attack, do something. Yeah. Well, we're going to go down there with Al Sharpton yeah. if that's the case. <laughs> yeah. Because we've got evidence now. We've got two teams. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> if they don't do it, I'm going to be very upset about it. Yeah. They need to do something right now to capitalize on that loss because they're one and one with the tag champs now. Well, if they beat the Usos, who are they going to challenge next? Yeah, they got nothing. Exactly. They got fucking nobody. Yeah. It's going to be, oh, next week is going to be your, uh, pick two friggin' names out of a hat yeah. on the Raw roster. You got yeah. nothing. Exactly. It's going to be, oh, it's, no offense to any of these guys, but they would just be stupid enough to just yeah. randomly pick, oh, this is Zack Ryder and, and William Regal, you know. Yeah, that would be cool. That would be a good tag team because they would be definitely an odd couple. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to teach you how to spray tan, Regal. <laughs> no, that's really okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> My theater of the week. And on that note, <laughs> we'll end the show. Thanks for joining us, and thanks for letting us purge all of our catching-ups. That was a bunch. That was my fault, because I got so behind. But yeah. Yeah. I still blame it on TNA. <laughs> yeah, it's all their fault. All right. 
So, and we we got that tag tournament coming up, and we have taped the entire first round. Yes, which takes four shows, four normal length shows, pretty much. Yeah, I had I had a blast doing it. it was you fun. guys are going to go crazy over some of these draws because yeah. we sure did, <laughs> and I'm not just saying that. So get involved. Yes, if you want to get involved, please go to our website, which is cnjradio.com, and you can email us there at whs at cnjradio.com, or you can go to our Facebook, which is linked from the .com. Just message either Chris or Joey over there. You'll find us on the page. Um, follow us on Twitter, please, because I do make quite a few comments as I'm watching the shows, like almost live comments as watching. I do tend to watch an hour or two afterwards. But Hey, and if, if you DVR the shows, if you're following us on yeah. Twitter, sync up with Chris. Yeah. Be like, I'm watching Raw in five minutes on the button. Yeah. Right? Will sure. you do that for the people out there? Sure, I'll do that. All right. I don't... I try not to do too many spoilers on there, but sometimes I do have to talk about stuff. So, yeah. But yeah, uh, take a look at that, and Joey will be doing his random comments. And... Superstars recaps on the uh, the blog on cnjradio.com. Because at CNJ Radio, the tree does not fall in the woods without getting heard, or something like that. I think you said it right. It was did just, I? Did I? Yeah. Nice. Sure. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shut up while I'm ahead. <laughs> that it? That's it. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm gonna go um, study some more Rob Van Dam. Apparently, I'm missing out. So. And you are maybe too, maybe all his fans are high all the time. Maybe that's what it wow. was. It's not High Times Magazine wrestling. Awards, hey, I don't Chris. think I don't think Rob would else, get offended by that. Or else it would ju- no, he wouldn't. He's been in High Times. I, know. I mean, I'm just saying it would just be him and um, Brian Kendrick, <laughs> and I, I think that's it. I'm not throwing anybody else under the bus. I know I'm <laughs> a confirmed uh, High Times guy. So a WWE booking. All right, <laughs> they're all in there. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Let's go smoke some pot. Let's go smoke some pot. Let's go smoke some pot.